Welcome to Dope and Unfiltered, a podcast about declaring openness, peace, and empowerment for your life. Each episode, we're discussing life, career, relationships, leveling up, and living in your dopeness. Now here are your hosts, Eve Brown and Sharla Walker. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Dope and Unfiltered. I'm Eve Brown. And I am Charlotte Walker. What's yeah, up? Nothing much. Bring you another episode. I know. We're back out in the streets. In the streets. In these potty streets. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, what's going on with you? You know, we just bought a house. Um, Yay, home my life. It, I think it's been great. Um, Mm, moving is disruptive AF. Can we do it? <laughs> you know, um, like seriously, you know my moving story from uh, Tampa to Detroit and just how traumatizing mm-hmm. that was. I'm thinking maybe we'll do like a, a bonus called like story time. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> moving woes or something like that. <laughs> yes, it's disruptive. And I always try to keep the position of like, okay, God, I prayed for this house, but I forgot to pray for somebody to come and unpack this house <laughs> and put things in proper place. Right. <laughs> I forgot to remember that part. Um, no, but it's been great. We actually went, like, we're kind of to complete, like, home nerds. Like, we're like, oh, let's do this. And what do you think about us painting this? And like, we got a Lowe's credit card yesterday. Ooh, fancy. Uh, we out here. And we bought an electric smoker. So oh. tonight we're gonna smoke some wings. Mm-hmm. I'll let y'all know if the house burned down. We gotta check. <laughs> well look as long as that driveway yours is i think you can just like drag the smoker out like halfway and be all right it's in the backyard because i ain't going all the way out there because uh, <laughs> that would be so black wouldn't it <laughs> yeah i don't think we're allowed to but we have an hoa there's like, oh. stuff, there's like stuff we can't do and i'm i'm glad because i've in our journey and looking for a house we've been to some neighborhoods i'm like who told y'all to paint your house pink after pink hell no i (laughs) (laughs) I need some order and some rules put in place yeah yeah no but it's been it's been it's been dope what's new with you uh nothing much really just trying to let school kick my entire ass you better do it you better (laughs) get that degree you better get it uh it's it's the struggle has been real just trying to keep up with everything and still manage mm-hmm. my life yeah you know, grad school is um understandably mm-hmm. a little rougher uh-huh. than you know undergrad but so far i'm i'm making it hey yeah. man, one day at a time basically literally that's how i and i just have to remind myself that you know um C equals MSN. Okay. <laughs> C is good degrees. Basically. <laughs> right. Right. I have yet to have a patient ask me, so what was your GPA in nursing school? So yeah. Try to nah. keep that in mind. <laughs> yes. Yes, Lord. Been there, done that. Got the debt to prove it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing, the debt. Well, net nevient. Thorns in my side. Mm. Well, I've just given up on my hair looking right because um, I can't find my edge control because it's in the box and uh, 
my ex is gonna be late. And I was like, you know what? The kids at my job don't care and I got a husband. So some days, it's just one day at a time. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta. <laughs> You gonna get this water in this brush today, and just something. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you about to get, and uh-huh. it's gonna be just fine. Cause nobody cares. Right, right. I said you can clean. Man, okay. So speaking of getting paid in work today, we oh, are gonna be talking. Disclaimer. Oh, oh, not the disclaimer, but you know sharing on you know social media so let's back up rewind oh yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. so our topic today um so if there's anything that we say on this episode that just resonates with you speaks to you um you find funny enlightening entertaining whatever please share on all of your social media um and include the hashtag dope and unfiltered oh yeah dope and unfiltered all one word yes (laughs) please slide into our facebook group so you can see how you um left out all the places where she really lives (laughs) this is these are the times where i just need to really reconsider this friendship because You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all listening again? I happen to like a nice lip. So what? Mm-hmm. Baby, oh, your lips be popping. I but, know. <laughs> but how you forgot to put that in your biography? Like, I can't wait until we put your bio up. It's going to be cannot wait. like, here lies Eve from the 99 to the 2000s. And they're gonna like do a tattoo of like engraved it to you. <laughs> and it's gonna be so great. <laughs> oh, Yes. So our topic today um, is we're going to get into like working and, you know, just in case people might be, I don't know, maybe a little colorblind or, you know, they really didn't pay too much attention to the podcast art. We black. Black be black. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And that is something that unfortunately we do have to take into consideration in the workplace. So well, we that is everywhere we go. Yeah, true, uh, true. Particularly at the workplace. Yeah, that's what we're going to focus on today is uh, managing your blackness while and on the work. job. Yes. So where did you get the inspiration um, for the story? Can you just talk about like the article that you had shared with me and kind of what that meant to you? And then I'm going to share a little bit of my experience and why I felt like we want to talk about it because I was like, we're gonna. Right. <laughs> we're gonna talk about this. Yes. Yeah. The I came across an article on Facebook that got into um like diversity training for corporations and how sometimes that can be an issue for our less melanated counterparts. Mm-hmm. Um and, and it was interesting because the purpose of these like diversity trainings um, is to make everybody more aware of our differences and how 
things might be said or done that even though they're not intentional can still be considered offensive and the article just kind of got into how sometimes that backfires um particularly when white people are called out on their um their biases or um the things that they do or say that come off as uh racist and they don't even realize it mm-hmm. and just how they can get so offended and how it just kind of seems like it's almost a form of bullying and that they uh they get so offended and that they find a way to just make it back all about them and so the person of color who has made this statement that sometimes when you say <clears throat> blah, blah 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 it just gets ignored because now mm. all the focus is back on oh that, i would for lack of a better name to call my, my cousin's uncle is black and i love him mm-hmm. <laughs> can't believe you would insinuate that me yes what, what you said was racist AF. Yes. here's case in point so um i was talking to somebody in leadership who mm-hmm. was not a person of color about this is when I had just started my position. Now, disclaimer, I love my job. So this is just one of those things that happen. But my boss is black and I've never had that in my entire lifetime. And so I'm staying. Okay. <laughs> I'm staying. So um I was talking about I work in a different county than where I live. And I was talking about trying to, you know, move to a location that was a little bit closer to home. Okay. And the person in leadership looked at me and said, well, I think they have you at the certain location because they think that you would do really well with the patient demographic here. Hmm. And it took everything in my soul to be like, oh, you mean the black people because I'm black? You mean the Negroes? You mean the Negroes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me down here with the Negroes? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it was offensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what do I say? I just started and I was like, I just like oh, okay. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, did you just call me? Basically. The Negro. Like, you could be down here with the black people. You're right, right. Instead of, you know what I'm saying? Like, what makes you think that I wouldn't do well with any demographic patients that I'm with? Yeah. Did you hire me solely because I'm a person of color and you felt like that was what was needed down here? Not to say that it's not, because the, the, the patients do love me. And mm-hmm. they love seeing somebody that looks like them taking care of them because I can understand them on a different level. But when I tell you that I want to be closer to home because it takes me an hour and 15 minutes to get home every day, you telling me, like, well, you black and the black people down here is not necessarily what I want to hear. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I, I have a, um, a little story um the place i work now it's pretty it's a pretty mixed group this is the first nursing job i've had where there have been like multiple nurses who look like me um my first few jobs i was maybe one of a couple Mm -hmm. um and here it's like mm, like 50 60 it's it's a good it's a good mix so um this one shift it was uh me and two of my co-workers um and we were walking down the hall and then there was another nurse who was coming out of the room and she saw us all walking down the hall together and she goes oh it's a bank and we all stopped at the same time and we kind of glanced at each other like did she really just say what i thought yeah y'all should have jumped it y'all should have gave her what she was looking for and y'all, no. <laughs> 
I should have jumped her. <laughs> but like, it, like seriously, in that moment, had somebody been like, "What do you mean by that?" Oh no! Oh, oh one, one said oh. she was like, "What did you mean?" And she just her face, I just kind of got wide, and she kind of like dipped into the like the supply room. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 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 So I wanted to say something to that lady, like, "What do you are you insinuating that because there there's a large population of black patients, and I'm here, that that's why I'm here?" Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Basically. <laughs> so basically, so um, what does it mean to you to manage your blackness? Uh, it means so many different things to me on so many different levels because I'm in um, like a top tier position at the company where I work by me okay. being a nurse practitioner and being a provider. So I have a lot of you know, like there's like providers and then the then the admin is like our only boss, right? Versus like mm-hmm. when I was a nurse, there was like the nurse managers and these people and the providers. Like, so now I'm kind of at a different level than I've ever experienced. I am in my department of pediatrics. Um, well, my boss too, who's the CMO, she is um, a black woman. Mm-hmm. But she only sees patients like once a week because she's doing the admin stuff. So yeah. essentially, I'm the only person of color that is a provider. I'm also the youngest provider at the company. Hmm. And so on two different levels, I feel like I'm like managing my blackness and mm-hmm. managing my age and okay. <laughs> my maturity level. Yeah. Um, because people, because I am young, I feel like people say or may do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really frustrating to me that I feel like I'm on both sides always trying to make sure that I'm being better than the rest. So to me, managing my blackness is not necessarily hiding my blackness because I just be out here. Like I am me all the time and I don't, I cannot turn it off. I am Charlotte and that's just it. Mm -hmm. Managing my blackness means that I see um, one of the girls that I mentored, the way I actually started mentoring her, I had not been there long, maybe a week or two, but the, the nurse's station is right by my office. Okay. And I could just hear sis out here cutting up mm-hmm. like she's not at work. Managing my blackness means I walk over to her and say, hey sis, I don't know you and you don't know me, but let me tell you something. I hear you in my office a lot. And that's not good. But yeah. I can hear, I can hear you. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Right? Right. And she kind of was like, what? And she kind of came in to talk to me and I kind of put her up on game. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I see from the outside looking in. And this is what these, what these people see. And this is why you keep getting in trouble. This okay. is why you keep getting pulled into the office because it's okay to be you. So I'm teaching her how to manage your blackness. Mm-hmm. Everything cannot have a response. Right, right. Some things you just have to be like, okay, even if you don't agree with it, that is managing your blackness mm-hmm. because we have always been taught like you voice your opinion, you don't care how, but managing it is doing it in a way to where you are still being correct for the environment that you're mm-hmm. in. I may not agree with something, but right. it's not going to be me arguing with you. Mm-hmm. That is not how we work here. The way 
where it works is I'm sending this email and I'm a reference per our conversation. Exactly. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's managing those kinds of things. I am kind of at an advantage because I am so young that a lot of the medical assistants, they look up to me because I'm, I'm younger than some of them. Okay. Right. Um, I'm younger, I probably than a lot of them, but I'm in a position, but I'm not so haughty totty that they can't come and talk to me. And mm-hmm. I give them real knowledge about what's going on. And a lot of other providers do not do that. Um, partially, probably because they don't come to them because they don't look like them. Yeah. And because they're not as young as them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we can laugh and giggle. Like me and my me and my MA that I have uh, most of the time, oh, we laugh and joke a lot, but she also understands that before me and you are cool, I'm mm-hmm. here for my patients and my license. And yeah. so I have to kind of manage it on both ends mm-hmm. of when I'm dealing with other providers and making sure that I'm about my business and I know what I'm doing and my patients are well taken care of and my documentation is done. And mm-hmm. then also not being quote unquote too good for, you know, to where I'm not, yeah. where I don't treat my medical assistants and my staff, you know, I honor everybody up and down. Basically. That's what yeah. managing my blackness looks like to me. Yeah, yeah. and, and for, for me, um, of course, there's always an element of managing it no matter what, but I find that I don't have to as much now as opposed to when I was um, working in corporate because um, that was something that was always in the back of my mind. I was in this um, program and there were 40 some odd like um, recent college graduates and I was the only one. I was, I guess they're token hire, they're HBCU hire, you know, mm-hmm. they take up all the boxes with me. So um, that was always in the back of my mind being like the only black person the only black woman in a room we would go out for our little training events and um we would have a quote-unquote team building exercise at a bar and so everybody is knocking them back and i'm like yeah i'm just gonna stick to one mm-hmm. maybe two if it's a lighter drink because what they not gonna do is talk about how eve got drunk last mm-hmm. night okay that happens yeah yep I've already had a couple of run-ins while being in that program because I made different choices. Like, again, the program I was in, nobody in um, who worked for this company was from the area where the uh, company was located. Mm-hmm. So, but it was in Indiana. I'm from Michigan. It was a quick drive for a weekend. My parents went with me. We found an apartment, but they had set up housing and I showed up standard housing and I was living somewhere else. And to me, it was just because, hey, it worked out better for me. The rent was roughly the same, a little bit cheaper. I got a bigger space. I'm a little bit closer than they are. And on top of that, I graduated already, so I don't need to live in a dorm anymore. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of how I felt. But yeah, there was apparently some um, questions as to why I was living somewhere else. And if, um, if I guess maybe finance or issue, I don't know, maybe they assumed I was taking care of bunch of family back home and maybe I had a man who I had to keep money on his books or something I don't know what the assumption was but yeah yeah it, it's always been something for me especially mm-hmm. in that area where I've always had to be very mindful of yes. how I presented myself and what I said and in what I did but even still folks would make presumptions 
Yeah. There's always there's always assumptions being made. Like, oh, are you like one day I was like being really, really quiet. I just was tired. And um they were like, Are you like are you upset about something? Why do I have to be upset? Why can't I just be tired and I don't want to talk to nobody today? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it is, it's just those different things that are like super frustrating. Like I feel like I always have to explain myself, explain my mood, explain like everything needs an explanation and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like that, but it is. Right. Completely agreed that whenever we have functions, I have a couple coworkers, honey, they get live and I just sit back and watch. <laughs> and laugh at them mm-hmm. because they can do that. Charlotte cannot get live. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I would never live it down. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break, pay a bill or two, and then we'll come back and continue this discussion. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far and want to keep the conversation going with other like-minded women, join our exclusive Dope and Unfiltered Facebook group. This is a growing community of dope women who dare to live in their authenticity by declaring openness, peace, and empowerment. Head on over to Facebook, type in Dope and Unfiltered, and join us today. Now back to the show. All right. And we're back. Look, I just want to mention this before we move on while we were doing our, our break. Um, my co-host here decided she wanted to uh, snap her fingers and I told her she needed to calm her nerves. And her response was... <laughs> Are you interested asking me to manage my blackness right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was like having a little vibe like, hey. hey. <laughs> I'm trying to hype myself up, living my life out here. He's like, all right, stop, turn it down. Excuse me, ma'am. Are you asking me to manage my blackness on an episode where we're talking about managing my blackness? Sometimes I'm just feeling it. I'm not here, you know, in my new little office space that I have in my new home, recording with my friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're about to we're about to get smooth out here in a couple weeks. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Be life is good. <laughs> but you want me to be less black. Okay. <laughs> so um, okay, we're gonna so how do you cover. manage your blackness at work? Managing my blackness. You know what? I I, I just want to say, like, I am kind of glad the environment I'm in now is so much more mixed and diverse. Because mm-hmm. um, like I said earlier, I don't really have to manage it as much. I mean, if you you see me, it's definitely no denying I'm black. I mean, you look at my hair. That's one dead giveaway that, you know, definitely black girl. <laughs> my hair looks, somebody asked me. So here are some things that I will not do. I do not by any means by managing my blackness, it is not by any means like me toning it down. I am still me. And sometimes people do not understand what that looks like. And so for me, managing my blackness is like, if I see one of my medical assistants cutting up, I have to pull her to the side and go, stop it, stop playing, stop, stop it. Because I feel like it's a poor reflection. Yes, it's a poor reflection of me. But even though it's not me, just, I just feel like, girl, stop cutting up in here. Yeah. Stop it. You are at work. This is work. Just work. Stop. Mm-hmm. We can talk about all the shenanigans later. Right. I hear you. I want to support you. But what you cannot do is cut the heck up and then be in my office. And because then I'm going to then be associated with that. 
Right. And unfortunately, you know, and it's unfortunate that um, we have to do that, mm-hmm. even though we're not responsible per se for other people. Uh-huh. We kind of feel like we have to be because yeah. if they see Keisha over here acting a fool, mm-hmm. they're going to assume that Eve also acts a fool. Yeah. But it's not the other way around, though. And that's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. But there are some things that I don't do. Like, my hair um, changes with the seasons. And I legit, somebody's like, oh, man, did you cut your hair? And I said, I think I said, yeah, I can't remember exactly. I was like, yes, no, maybe so. But I just was like, girl, you know, it's just a little black girl magic. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we, we can do this. Like, what? Monday, my hair can look like this. And Wednesday, it can be 10 inches longer than what it was on Tuesday. No, so that's no questions. It's black girl magic. Mm-hmm. It's black girl magic. that. Right. And so I say things like that, and you know they like laugh and like, like, oh girl, you're so funny, but I'm being dead serious. Right. <laughs> like this is just a part of who I am. So by no means managing my blackness. Managing my blackness means that instead of me, there are some providers that I work with that can send an email about everything that gets on their nerves. Mm-hmm every little thing i mean there are some people i know um there was this one guy he was new and like demanded a meeting with the ceo and the cmo because he was not happy with his schedule his floating or his pay and i said oh that's cute but you're a white man in america you can do that and even my friend at work who's not white or who's not black, we talked about it. And honestly, even with him just being a man, he felt like he could do that. Mm-hmm. He felt like he could demand this and that and have that conversation with these people. And I'm like, uh, must be nice. Cause my little, my body's just gonna fit right here. I'm not, I can't, I'm not in a position where I can do that. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it'd be seen instead of it being like ambitious and aggressive, it's gonna be like, oh, you tripping. <laughs> angry black woman you're an angry black woman Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so i don't not that i can't talk to my boss but i i'm not about to be out here 90 days in demanding meetings with nah agreed nah (laughs) yeah nah yeah that is insane so it was so he got what he wanted so what are some things that people can do to kind of help manage um, blackness? I think that building a good support system at work and building a support system doesn't necessarily mean that it's only black people, but having a group of people where you know that you can, you know, vent to and not be judged. Um, one of my really good friends at work, she is not black. We talk about like we talk about it and we talk about things just with like race because she's just very open and she's oh yeah I could definitely see that like oh man like that's like that's messed up (laughs) like that's messed up she's very you know empathetic and wants to be aware and so there are good people at your job that aren't black and brown because honestly in the position that I am there's just not a lot of black and brown people I just discovered that there were two uh two or three more uh black providers in the family practice um um, specialty, but I never rarely see them. Um, but I was like, oh, dang, there's more of them. 
You know what I'm saying? It's always something when you discover that there's more people who look mm-hmm. than they you in the world. Like, yeah. um, there's this show on HBO, a Black Lady Sketch Show. And oh, we actually did um, a piece that was on Instagram of the Black Lady Courtroom and how everybody in the room, I said, you know what? And it was funny, but that really is how it is. Like, you, yeah. you walk in the room and you see, Hey! Hey, girl! Hey. All right! Look at us looking how we look and we look like it. All right. Oh, it's smelling like it. Man, when I tell you, I did not know. I did not know my boss was a black lady until the first day of orientation and mm-hmm. they came and introduced her. I said, yeah, she didn't let me. I was so excited right. to see the admin team come in and she introduced herself like, wow. Yeah. Charlotte, you made it. Yeah. And she's um and she's a part of a Greek organization that I yeah. I just think that it's so dope that she, even in all her blackness, she has her um AKA stuff in her office. Uh-huh. And I'm like, come on now. Right, right. And be up in this office in this admin building. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you know, even her and I, we have it's very like cool to watch her work a room. You know what I'm saying? Because me and her can have a conversation where we laugh and giggle a little bit and then she turns it right back on where she is, you know, CMOing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so right. to me that is so cool. And it really is an inspiration of like you can have both. Mm-hmm. You can have both. Yeah, you can. And mm-hmm. I feel the same way, like the um the position I'm in now, my manager is black. Our educator is black. Um, the doctor who was over like um, women's services, black. Mm-hmm. And my first day on the floor to come in and get report and to see all these ladies and half of them look like me. I was like, oh, I've arrived. Home. <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> yes. Um, I definitely also think too that you know, having good self-care and having good boundaries. I think boundaries and self-care kind of go hand in hand. When I'm not at work, I'm not at work. Do not call me Mm -hmm. about work. Like, unless somebody is dead or dying, please, don't even call me because there's nothing I can do. I'm not Jesus. Just call me after the fact. Like, I'm not about to be out here Lazarus and nobody. So just don't even call me and so having those boundaries of you know what you are like there are some people I'm nice to everybody but Mm -hmm. don't confuse me being friendly with us being friends yeah true there's some work that has to be put in before I consider you a friend of mine Uh we can be friendly I'm friendly to everybody and that's one of the things that I get praised about a lot on my uh, review like when I had my first like my 90 day in my annual it's just like like, you're so friendly and you're such a team player and I definitely try to maintain that Uh Um, because you can I can be friendly even if I don't agree with some of the things that you do or say or even if I low-key think that you voted for Donald Trump I can still be friendly and present myself Uh so because just because we have different beliefs doesn't mean that I have to be ignorant with you. Exactly. Um, so setting those boundaries and just understanding who you're working with. Like I am very observant 
Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you always say like time with those character. Yeah. So just, I am very observant. There are some people who I will say like, yeah, I just bought a house and we just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And there are some people I'm like, girl, when you coming over? <laughs> because you're my friend. You right. know what I'm saying? So they're, you know, setting those healthy boundaries is good because there is a balance. You can't just go to work and not speak to anybody. You're going to be miserable and they're going to think that you're an angry black person. <laughs> she never comes out. She never does anything with us. She never. So you're kind of like, darn if you do, darn if you don't. So just yeah. setting those boundaries and figuring out who those group of people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also love that I just get to go to therapy every week and have my quiet time yeah. with my therapist. Mm-hmm. Because it's just one of those things that we deal with um and just having to be you know having to be the hardest worker in the room having to be because we feel like in order to show how we got to this position mm-hmm. we have to overperform. and yeah. so i am trying to balance that i'm i never like you know maybe two or three weeks ago i sent an email because my schedule was just so ridiculous like to the point where other providers like what the hell is going on with your schedule and because it was so packed mm-hmm. and um just that hesitancy and like oh like i don't really want to send this email but i did it and mm-hmm. i stood up for myself because you cannot do it at the expense of you can't overperform to the expense of you being treated unfairly. So having that balance. Because yeah. I don't complain though, it was taken into consideration because I am such a non-complainer that mm-hmm. for me to voice an opinion about something, mm-hmm. something must have been wrong. Yeah. That's true. And I, I agree, you know, you know, I'm always pro therapy. Because sometimes it can be difficult, especially when you're um in a position like the one you're in, where you're um, you know, mid-level kind of higher up Mm -hmm. um, or in a position of leadership or just any position where there are not many other people who look like you and then you've got to always have in the back of your mind that um, I have to work twice as hard to get half Mm -hmm. as far and then I'm also a woman so then I got to think about all that and then I have to remember to you know I'm not only representing myself I'm representing you know my for me I kind of feel like I was representing my city um, Mm -hmm. because of all the stereotypes about being from Detroit Um, and I was working in Indiana right Um, (laughs) and representing my school and my family and all this stuff Mm -hmm. It to be so much that yeah. I think other people really don't have to think about, but it's yeah. always have to think about. We have to be close so, about everything. Yeah, and so you know, even as kids, activities in therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Sometimes you have to in order to you know keep yeah. your head on straight. Even as kids, though, it's so like now that you say that, we've always been taught that as black people. Yeah, when you get ready to go somewhere with your parents. Mm-hmm. what's the first thing that was in that talk after like let's say you go to the store don't you ask for nothing and don't you come in here embarrassing in front of these people mm-hmm. why are you embarrassed <laughs> you see what I'm saying like so it's just always like we're, we're always representing somebody even me too especially me you know a lot of people in my job know that you know, I'm a Christian and I really have this strong walk of faith with Christ like so there's some things that I can't say or do, mm-hmm. or I approach things a lot differently because not only am I representing women, black women, young black women, young black women professional, it's also like I'm representing Jesus. Okay. Because even when I have a bad day, I 
can't have the kind of bad days that everybody else has, mm. my bad day looks different. You're supposed to be a Christian. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so, but, but, it, but it doesn't like, oh man, like they're like, you need a day off because they could just really tell that I was mm. tired because I should be saying things like, no. <laughs> can you see the 18th walk-in? Actually, I can't. Mm-hmm. And you can really start making, like, people need to make appointments. It, I'm tired and I have all these reasons. It's not great for my other patients. Yeah. But even people are so not used to me saying no. They were like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just tired of seeing 1800 <laughs> a day. And if, like, unless your kid isn't breathing, you need to make an appointment for a cold. I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's not fair to my patients that show up on time. Mm-hmm. It's not fair to my staff that deserve to go on, lunch, on time and to go home. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of taking more of that position. Um, but yeah, we're always representing somebody child, but child lit, lit the day. But I, God is working on me in my mouth and I have to be so cognizant because there are some days where I want to say a four letter word because it's just what my flesh won't. Drop it like a comma. Just yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm still working on that. And, um, <laughs> it's hard. And my thoughts, though, Charlotte be going to handle my thoughts, and I be trying to take thoughts and commit to the word of God. Anyway, but the day I feel like I like, I'm always like, you cannot explode. I can never have an explosive moment at work. There mm-hmm. are some doctors that be in there cussing, cussing. Oh, a child that can never be me because it goes against who I am. I cannot allow this position to allow me to act out of character. Mm-hmm. Also, I think the biggest thing that people need to remember is that work is just that. It's work. work. Yeah. It's nice if you meet people that you can become friends with. Absolutely. But I think having a good support system outside of work, mm-hmm. of like friends and girl time and being able to chat to where you're not solely looking at this place for you know um like conversation and congregation like honestly i can go to work and be friendly and talk to everybody or i can go to work and say nothing to nobody yeah yeah and and i think having that attitude helped me out a lot when during my corporate days just keeping in mind that you know i'm here to do a job it's Mm -hmm. not to make friends if i'm in along the way also but if not and it is what it is. And I, and I found that that part to be really helpful in an environment that turned out to not be suited for me at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, but it's doable. I love, I'm really happy in my career and I love my job. And um, I just want like, I just want to encourage people because you can have it all. Yeah, yeah. You can't like you can have it all. I get asked, I just got asked to start a new project at my job and it was, you know, like other people that have been there longer than me, the opportunity wasn't presented, like was was not presented to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to know that I can do this and I can still be myself. My patients love me and they think I'm crazy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, you just not view artists. <laughs> like my patients love me and they love that you know, I laugh and I joke with the kids. Um, I've even had medical students that are like, wow, the way that you practice is so much different than what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, because I 
like to be able to be relatable to my patients, black or white. Yeah. You know, I joke and play with all of my kids and I can turn around and educate you and answer your questions and solve your problems. And so you can have both. You do not have to not have a personality in order to be successful. Right. Right. Um, and you don't have to tear people down either because I am all for, like, I tell all my inmates, if you are not in school by the end of this year, we square it up. <laughs> we just square it up. And they know it and they know I'll do it. And I've already got two MAs that have got, like going to, okay, Michelle, you want to school? Yeah, okay, because we're going to get done up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because you do not have to. I feel like my position is to encourage, to help grow other people. Um, and to, in order for me to be able to retire, I have to build other people up to take my position. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to have other people and encourage other women that look like me. Like, girl, you can do it too. And it's not like, oh, Mr. like, you so dope because you're doing this. You can do it too. Matter of fact, let's come up with a plan. You're going to be in school by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Square up. Don't ask me. That's important to, you know, if you see something in somebody to, you know, encourage them and, and, mm-hmm. and see if they actually have that desire and then, you know, kind of go from there and kind of, you know, mentor them in the form mm-hmm. of, yeah, yeah, that's important because I think, um, I think that's, it's helpful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes my job just so much more fulfilling. On top of the fulfillment that I get, it's so much more fulfilling to know, like, um, my girls did come to me like, Michelle, I'm, you know, I'm in school. I'm like, girl, I'm so proud of you. Like, mm-hmm. yes, like this, I know you can do it. And I yeah. can't wait to see what your life is going to be like in the next couple of years. And even though it, it, it serves me, no, like, you know, like, I'm not getting paid for this or blah, blah, blah. It's not always about that. It's planting the seed and just encouraging another person that looks like you to be in a position that they never thought was possible. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna get out there and continue to manage our blackness and, and manage it and buy with it. Hey, manage it and buy with it. Gosh, <laughs> says the girl with purple hair. <laughs> <laughs> purple hair, purple hair. Hey. <laughs> yes, guys. So thank you guys once again for joining us for another week of Dope and Unfiltered. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Dope and Unfiltered. Like, share, and subscribe. And as always, we want you to have the audacity to declare openness, peace, and empowerment in your life. Bye! Thanks for tuning in to Dope and Unfiltered. Head on over to our website, dopeandunfiltered.com to join our list so you never miss an episode. Also, if you found value in this show, take a few moments to leave us a rating and review on your preferred streaming platform. Be sure to share this with your friends and join us for the next episode of Dope and Unfiltered.